Are you ready to encounter God at a new level? Hi, I am your host, Lois Fuelling, and I welcome you to A New Level Awaits You podcast. I will provide steps to guide you into your divine assignment and reach greater levels of greatness in the Lord. Come expecting to soar above every obstacle, to reach new levels of anointing and authority, experience spiritual encounters, and walk in greater freedom. Well, welcome to A New Level Awaits You. Today I'm going to focus on something uh, that is really challenging, I think, for many of us. We've gone through some things in my family that have been very, very difficult and challenging. And in the midst of all of the chaos, you feel like you get a prophetic word from the Lord, or you get an understanding of what the Lord is going to do, or you have a lot of hope around that. And then something seems to change in the midst of it. It feels like um, the hope that we had gets really challenged. And I believe that this is what's going on in the world today for many of us, and I'm sure for you as well. From my experience um, at talking to people, many, many, many people are going through major losses, whether it's loss of careers, loss of deaths, loss of uh, many areas of their lives in relationships and so forth. And in all of all of this, we can have this um, whole thought life, and I have had this, I'll be honest with you, this thought life that, you know, this abundant living in the Lord, uh, you know, the hope of what the promises that he gives to us. And yet I'm going to be real with you today, because I think many of us need this message today that sometimes things get shifted up and we don't understand why. We get confused. We think, did I really hear from the Lord or not? Is this from Him? What is? What does the Bible actually say about all of this? Because many times we come into this um, out of that, and I, I truly come out of this with a, a abundant life that God has promised us, and I, I'm tapping into that. But yet, life doesn't always operate that way. So I want to just share with you a little bit of of something that I found in Acts uh, chapter 27. And what I found interesting about this is this whole chapter is about Paul. It's about Paul uh, being uh, going on to Rome. And in this, at the very beginning of this chapter... He gives a prophetic word, and he says in verse 10, he, he's actually a warning to them, and he said, Men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to ship and cargo and to our own lives also. But here's what's happened. He was trying to warn them. And I believe sometimes we get, we get those warnings. I've had several warnings this week that's really, really challenging. We had a loss this week of a child. And so I just don't understand sometimes when God says, you know, he gives us those warnings, but also he gives us that hope that is attached to it. But what happened here is that nobody listened to Paul. The centurion didn't listen to him, but instead they followed the advice of the pilot and the owner of the ship. And so what happens here in this particular story 
is they they decided to continue sailing. They decided that they would continue on. And then what we see is what we call a south, a gentle south wind began to blow. And so they got fooled. They got tricked. They thought that okay, we got what we wanted. We we can go now. And so we sailed. They sailed. And what was behind that was what we call a northeaster. And it swept down. It swept down in such a way that it really took them uh it just tur- tossed and turned them and and what and they could not head directly into the wind, so they just gave way and just let things flow. Just let it they had to let the ship go. And so what I notice here, it says here in verse 18, it says, We took such a violent battering from the storm that the next day they began to throw the cargo overboard. And on the third day, they threw the ship's tackle overboard with their own hands. And it seems like they just, this whole storm just raged. And it says we gave up all hope of being saved. Now, I want to just share with you a few minutes here about how then the Lord spoke to Paul and the prophetic word changed. And this time he said uh, in verse 23, no, excuse me, I'm going to back up here. He said in verse 21, they'd gone a long time without food. It says, Paul stood up before them and said, men, you have taken, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. And then you would have spared yourself this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up your courage because not one of you will be lost. Only the ship will be destroyed. And last night an angel of the Lord, whom I, whose I am and whom I serve, stood beside me and said, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand trial before Caesar, and God has graciously given you the lives of all those who sailed with you. So keep up your courage, men, for I have faith in God that it will happen just as he told them. And so as I was reading all of this, you know, Paul discerned something. And sometimes we discern things, too, that's going on in our lives. All the chaos that's around us, all the harm and the deaths and everything. And I, too, have had several deaths of some very close people to me. And yet I I get the prophetic word, I get the, the warnings, but I also get the promise that he has. Like Paul said, at first he said, nobody's, you know, it's going to take our lives if we're not careful. And then it changed over to, you know, the ship is going to be lost. Everything's going to be destroyed, but we will live. And so when I started to really diving into this, I believe that we are in a time right now where where we have this shadow behind us of that gentle south wind. It's appearing to be something that's not. It's tricking us. It's fooling us. It's telling us things are going to be okay. You know, I got tricked this week. And I really ch- was challenged by the Lord in, in so many different areas because I just did not understand. And confusion hit me so strongly. And I know that many of you are being hit with confusion 
and you're wondering, okay, why God? Why? What is going on? You said this, but now this is going to. This is what's taking place. And but what happens is in that trickery of that storm behind it was this northeastern wind, and it blows like it's it's just really violent. And what happens in this is that in this storm, what it does, it brings hurt, it brings damage, it brings loss of property, it, it sometimes even takes lives. And, and so we know that some of this stuff, it comes up unexpectedly, like this northeastern storm in verse 14, it, it attacks you un, unexpectedly. They thought they were doing all right. They thought everything was going to be okay. And we thought in our situations that things were going to be okay. Things were going to be turned around. And then all of a sudden, coming up behind it, it swept down and it took the life. And I just feel like so many of us are becoming discouraged. We're becoming in in this place where we're not, and we're blaming God for this. And we cannot blame God for the things that the enemy is doing, for the way that he's tricking us, he's fooling us. The enemy was lurking behind this gentle south wind. And what was his intentions? It was to trap us, it's to paralyze us, to quench our hope, But what we must do in these days, because God is giving us warning signs, He's giving us things we need to increase our discernment in all of this. What I also noticed, like in verse 29, what happens, it says that that in there, what they did, they feared that they would be dashed against the rocks. They dropped four anchors from the stern and prayed for dear light. Now, are you fearing right now? I just sense there are people right now, just like I have been, that we're going to be, we're just being dashed against the rocks. We're going to be destroyed. We're going to be, you know, so damaged and so pounded, so uh, just things coming at us so quickly and so strongly that it's just, we're just being racked up against these rocks that are cruel to us. And I felt that cruelty this week. I, I sense it even in my spirit right now. There's many of you that feel the cruelty of what's going on. And you got tricked. You got tricked and you thought something was going to happen and it didn't. But I want you to know the four anchors, they dropped the four anchors from the stern and they prayed for daylight. And what happens here is that is that these we need something to steady our ship. We cannot uh, walk away from the Lord. We have to pray. We have to cast all of our cares on Him. I had to dig deep for my faith in all of this this week, which I mean, I believe that many of you also are digging deep in your faith. Is God there? Is He for me? Is is he tricking me? Who is who is behind this? And I came to the conclusion that my hope is in Christ Jesus. And he wasn't lying to me. He wasn't trying to fool me, but the enemy was. And what I noticed in this story, that the sailors did every single thing they could. And what they worked so hard, and we need to stand on the promises of God. We need to stand on those promises. Believe me, folks, 
believe me when I say this is not an easy thing to do. I've been struggling so strongly this week to stand on the promises of God, who He is, who He is for me, who He is for my family, who He is for my friends, who He is for every aspect of my life. And yet I know that God definitely has been in the midst. Now, the circumstances did not come out the way that I thought they were going to come out. And yet I know that God has and is holding the hand and the hands, I should say, of my loved ones. I know for a fact that he has is doing amazing things in the midst of this situ- these situations that I'm talking about. And I know that he is in the midst of your situations as well. I do not want you to lose hope. Yes, you get you get confused. I was confused. I was even confused about whether I was hearing from God or not because that's what the enemy was up to. He wants to get us off track. He wants to paralyze us and cause us not to do and believe and trust and to go forth in that hopeful in the promises that God has for us. But we can't ignore God's warning signs. We are living in a new day, a new time right now where the enemy is playing havoc all through just everybody's lives all across this world. And we need to begin to take charge of this. What Paul did here, I believe after he got the word, when the angel came to him and it said, and said to him, you know what, the ship is going to be all destroyed, but I will save your lives. And I thought about that and I thought about, okay, what is the ship representing? Well, the ship is representative of anything that I've been clinging to that is outside of God. And what I think some of us are doing, including myself, is that we cling to things. We might cling to old manna or old teachings or old ways of doing or thinking, old belief systems. We cannot cling to those things anymore. God's going to remove all of that. You know why? Because he wants us clinging to him only. He wants us to give our lives totally, totally, totally over to him and cling to him, his word, his ways, and his protection, and his comfort, and everything that we he provides for us is in him. So I know that Paul prayed. He prayed after he got that word. Before, I bet he prayed even before, because it said, last night an angel of the Lord came to me. He prayed about this. And he asked, you know, he's been praying ever since he got that prophetic word that everybody was going to be destroyed. He started to pray. And I believe that we need to start praying in the kingdom of God for individuals, for our families, for those who are not trusting God right now. But God saved everybody that was on board. And what God showed me is that death is not final. And yes, because the, they've died the physical death, but they've not died the spiritual death. They're with him. And I can rejoice in God in that. And I also know this, 
I've learned that I have to walk by faith and not by sight. I have to stay calm in this. I have to walk by faith about what God is doing. I want to encourage you to walk by faith, not what you're seeing around you, not the storms that are swirling, whether it's a gentle breeze or whether it's a northeaster, because the enemy wants to trick us in and being in the gentle storm and trusting that, and then the the violent storm and trusting that everything is going to be destroyed. We have to understand God's got the higher goal here. He's going to protect us. He's going to take care of us. We must become a spiritual eagle. What I mean is we must discern from a higher level. We must go before the Lord and really trust Him in all that He is doing. In our situation, in this extended family situation, God is doing mighty things. And I'm beginning to see it now, but at the beginning I couldn't. I was only seeing in the natural. And in the natural, I was not calm. In the natural, I got lost and confused. In the natural, I got so uh, scared and depressed and just worried and panic and everything else that took place. But when I started to go on that higher level and walking by faith, then God was began to show me from a spiritual eagle's eye view of what he was really doing. And he was doing, he is doing some major and mighty and great things. So we need to declare, we need to rebuke, we need to stand firm. This is what Paul did. He stood firm. He stood firm, he said, and he started to give them directions at the end of this chapter. You know, he urged them to eat, and then he said, uh, and then he kind of told them what they could do, and he and he gave they gave thanks to the Lord. Um, he broke that, you know, kind of did a, like a communion, and uh, and they all incur- were encouraged, and they all ate some food. And then it said there were 276 of them on board. They threw all the rest of the food out. But the next day, when the daylight came, when the light of Christ came on, you see the ship was broken, but they all were saved. This is what we need to press in for, that the salvation, this is what God's doing for us. And I know the storms are mighty right now. The northeasterns are flowing pretty strong. They're pretty violent. They're out to get us. But we have to stand firm. We have to set anchor in the Lord Jesus Christ and trusting Him. And I will tell you, you all your, your ship may be destroyed. What I mean by that, anything that you've clung to that is not of God, that's going to be removed but we're, we're going to be firm in the Lord, and He will guide and direct us. I pray that this message has helped you. It's been a challenging time, but I know that my God is with me. He's for me, and He's also with you. He's for you. So no matter what you are going through today, whatever your circumstances are today, I am going to pray right now. 
for you. And Lord God, I thank you right now that we will no longer be tricked or fooled by the enemy, that Lord God, we will no longer be tossed in this storm that will trap us or paralyze us or quench any kind of hope that we have in you. I thank you, Lord, that we will not get angry at you, but we will understand and increase in discernment, Lord God, and trust you and believe in your promises and believe in who you are for us, no matter what the storms are. And Lord God, I just speak right now, peace to every single storm that is swirling around those that are listening right now. We speak peace to those storms. You said it, Lord. You stop the storms. And Lord God, we believe that we too can take that authority and we can stop the storms around us. We can begin soaring like eagles. We can have eagles' eyes. We can have more discernment, more understanding. And Lord God, and, and we thank you, Jesus, even right now. As many of you are listening around the world, yes, Lord, As many of you are listening around the world, your storms, what the Lord is showing me is that the Lord, uh, the storms are all looking different for everybody. And there's some storms which are really blowing up and it's tossing and turning and throwing you around, thrashing you around. But yet there's other storms that are more subtle. And uh, I'm just going to pray for those that are in that subtlety place where they're not, they're blinded. They're not seeing it. Lord, open up their eyes. Let them see what the enemy is doing, how he's tricking them, how he's trying to fool them into believing that everything is all right. Lord God, I pray an increase right now in authority, an increase, Lord God, right now in, in their prayer and intercession. We pray for that calming down of the storms all across this world and our every nation, Lord God, every single individual, every family, Lord God, we thank you, Jesus, that you are with us. And we say, Lord God, peace, 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 peace come upon us in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for listening today. I thank you that I pray that this is helping you. I pray that you will understand. I'm going to do uh, a few more on on this type of thing of where you can also be a game changer. So be a game changer in the midst of your own storm. God bless you. I am excited about where God takes you in our journey together. I truly believe great exploits await you. Visit my website, LoisFlewelling.com, for books, blogs, and messages to reach your new level in the Lord. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, or review the show on iTunes, cpnshows.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread the gospel and grow the kingdom of God.